92.7 WMAY. A lot of changes this week with a brand new mayor, and that brings other changes as well, including changes at the top of the Springfield Fire Department. Ed Canny Jr. is now the new fire chief, and he joins us here this afternoon. Chief, congratulations on the appointment. I know this has got to be something really special for you as a longtime Springfield firefighter and also the son of a longtime Springfield firefighter. How does it feel to now be in charge of the whole department? Yeah, I've I've been with the fire department for, you know, 26 years now almost. And, uh, you know, I've I've spent my whole life around the fire department. As you said, my dad was a firefighter for quite a while. And so really the Springfield Fire Department um, has been in my life since my birth, really. And, uh, you know, it's it's an overwhelming feeling to now be the, the chief of the of the fire department and uh but but it's a it's a good feeling so how how would you assess the current state of the, of the fire department that you're inheriting well right now we are really set to grow we are, we've got uh three new firehouses being built and and really and when we say new um we're replacing two of those firehouses so we are expanding only with the station 13 which is on the southwest side of town um and and that that is that is wonderful uh the the citizens in the southwest area of town are are going to have a better fire response better ems response and uh you know that's something we we haven't built a house in quite a while and we haven't increased the number of the houses we have in even longer and uh, I, I want to talk a little bit more about that, about, you know, positioning the, the fire department for, for the future here. I know you've got some immediate things you're, you're tackling. We talked with Mayor Busher live on the air earlier this week, and she mentioned she was getting together with you to talk about the situation where we've got a labor relations board ruling uh, that the fire department had improperly directed firefighters to ride along at providing emergency care in ambulances uh, at times. Uh, and that when that ruling is officially handed down, perhaps as early as next week, that requirement uh, is no longer applicable. Uh, tell, bring us up to speed as to what's happening right now and uh, and what that means for patient care uh, when fire department EMTs and ambulance companies respond to the scene of a medical emergency. Sure. Um, right now, I'm still trying to get my feet under me and bring myself up to speed on that. But, uh, you know, we do have meetings scheduled to address the that that question, um, and right now the care that we are providing is the same care we have been, um, and we we are still supplementing uh, BLS ambulances with that care, um, and so that is that is something um, again that I'm trying to get up to speed on, and we'll be meeting with the mayor on um, more. Uh, this, uh, you know, gets to a larger issue just of your relationship with the union, Firefighters Local 37. The mayor uh, said earlier this week she was confident that the, the union members, uh, they want to make sure patients are well taken care of, uh, would not do anything that would uh, put them in harm's way. How do you feel your relationship is with the union for this and other issues that may arise? Well, I think I think myself and the union both have the citizens of Springfield um, at, at the forefront. You know, we don't want to do anything that is going to harm the city of Springfield or the citizens of Springfield. And so, uh, you know, I I believe that a, a good relationship with the union um, is, is something that we can foster and um, and and grow that that relationship. Um, again, our utmost concern.
concern is the health and well-being of the citizens of Springfield. And I don't think myself or the union want to jeopardize that. Talking with Springfield Fire Chief Ed Canny Jr. First week on the job. And Chief, another issue that the mayor uh, mentioned that you're dealing with right away, uh, the city acquiring new fire trucks. And the first of these that came through, it turns out, might be just a little bit too big uh, for the uh, the viaduct there on Capitol Avenue, just down from fire station number one, that the city may have to retrofit this with smaller tires uh, because it, it just it may not actually clear that viaduct. Uh, I'm hearing from uh, people with the former administration that that's not necessarily the case. They feel like it, it actually would clear the viaduct, especially when it's fully loaded with equipment and things. Uh, what's the current status of that situation, and what does it mean for other fire trucks that are currently on order? Uh, yeah, so we've got several additional fire engines on order. The fire truck has arrived and it is in service. Um, and right now, I you know I can't speak to what specifically is going to be done, but um, we are going to work on a solution. Um, currently, what our response will be to not go under that viaduct with the current with the new truck. Um, we have several viaducts in town. We have got. Hazel Dell, we've got Dodge Street, we've got uh, Cockrell Lane that uh, apparatus do not fit under. Um, we're no different than any other town. There's old viaducts that uh, don't have the clearance and, and for apparatus like our ladder truck to fit under. And so one of the things that I told rookies that I trained um, when I was on the rigs is the job of a firefighter is to adapt, to adapt and overcome. And um, so we need to, there are more, more than one way to get to a call and the trucks uh, may have to take an alternate route um, in order to clear, you know, to get around areas where they can't go under a viaduct. Um, there's so much going on around the Capitol with construction, with the rail relocation project, with, um, you know, street improvements that we are just going to have to take a step back and look at this um, as a bigger picture and what what do we want to do. Um, But in the meantime, the truck will just not go under that underpass uh, for right now in an abundance of caution. So um, that's where that sits. We do have several new engine companies. We've got uh, that we have one that arrived yesterday that will be getting tools put on it, and we'll be going into service here shortly. Um, so it's it's an exciting time. Um, much needed uh, apparatus are, are arriving, uh, you know, daily and through and throughout the rest of this year, um, in in order to replace our aging fleet. Do you know, will, will those new trucks have to be retrofitted with smaller tires to, to bring down their, their height? Can that be done without any uh, compromise of safety or performance, or is that not under consideration right now? Uh, right now, I don't know that smaller tires is the is the fix um, for this. And, and I don't, you know, I am not a mechanic, and I don't want to speak to that. Uh, we have a, a rig committee, and um, we have mechanics and, and that, and, and really is, is that, a, uh, is that a solution or is that a temporary fix? Um, you know, again, I want to take a step back and look at this in a bigger picture. Um, how long of a, 
a problem is this? Is this viaduct going to be there forever? Is is it a concern that we can't go under that viaduct because there's um, you know there's not much that we can't get to by by taking a block around. However, uh, you know, response times has always been our thing that we've always preached. So, um, like I said, want to take back and get a, a bigger picture and and not make any rash decisions. Um, so that's uh, we will take all things into consideration before we we make any uh, rash judgments. Chief, let's talk uh, big picture. This is just uh, a personal observation. I have no data to back this up, but it seems like in in the last few months, we are seeing more and more reports of structure fires than usual. And as I said, it's just a a perception on my part. Uh, But but are we actually seeing a higher number of structure fires this year? And, And what is that saying about overall fire safety, fire prevention efforts? Uh, as far as numbers go, and the, the it's 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 kind of it's kind of funny the way it works with structure fires. It seems like we catch them in uh, rashes. You know, it it seems like we will have a, a batch of fires, you know, eight ten fires, and then we'll go two or three weeks without a fire, or we'll have a, a fire every other day. Um, so so yes, we 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 did have. Uh, a large batch of fires a, a week or two ago where we had um, two, it seemed like it was two fires each day for a, for a weekend. And, uh, and, but overall the averages, we still, we still run about the same average number of fires each year. Uh, it, it seems like it, it goes up a little bit and down, um, but still balances out about the same each year. Uh, a few months back, there was a lot of talk about uh, whether we could be more proactive in checking older or abandoned buildings for squatters after the big fire at the former Goodwill facility. Uh, what What are your thoughts on that? Is that something the fire department should be taking the lead on? Other city inspectors, are we doing enough to make sure that those uh, potential looming problems are, are perhaps caught before uh, a, a very serious fire situation breaks out? You know the 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 question really is uh, how how are we how are we providing services to our to our homeless? I think is is where that lies, and um, you know that's a much larger issue than what the Springfield Fire Department can tackle. Um, now we could we can assist, but um, you know when you are homeless and want shelter, especially in the winter months, um, they're going to, you're going to find somewhere so that you, you don't, you don't freeze. And, um, you know, we did see several fires caused by people, um, seeking shelter and that will, will always be a problem. And that is not unique to Springfield. That is seen nationwide. Um, and how we get a handle on that, I, I don't have an answer for you. But uh, it, it is it is something that I think not only is Springfield looking for an answer to, but I think nationwide. And Chief, we've talked about new firehouses, new equipment. Uh, so how do you feel the department's positioned for the future? You've got a class one rating that I know you'd like to maintain. We've got a city that, uh, while population uh, it has sort of stagnated a bit in, in recent years, everybody's hoping for more community growth, the more homes, more residents, et cetera. 
Are we positioned? Are we ready for the future in terms of equipment, manpower, all the other things that go into it here? Or what are the needs long range? Well, as far as as far as the fire department goes, right right now we are um, we are in a pretty good position. Um, I'm not going to say we couldn't use more uh, people, as, as the, especially as the city grows. I think we're the city of Springfield. It, it seems to be on the edge of, uh, of of possibly really growing. There's there's potential in the Legacy Point area. There's there's potential on on the far west side for additional growth. Um, Dirksen Parkway, both north and south, are seeing a lot of new development. And, um, you know, we, we have, over the history of the Springfield Fire Department, strategically placed our manpower and apparatus so that we can serve all of the citizens of Springfield. And part of our Class 1 rating was being able to get to all of those areas in a timely fashion. Uh, the new station house, Station 13, is going to help us to serve that area where, uh, you know, we we feel that growth is going to occur. Like, um, you know, we, we don't know for sure when um, new subdivisions will be built out that way or new commercial development, but we're seeing um, development in the Legacy Point area on the far west side. Like I said, all areas of town are seeing development. Um, it seems like there was a big slowdown with COVID-19 and supply shortages. And, you know, we've. I, it looks like Springfield is turning a corner and, and growth is, is on the forefront. So I hope that I'm right on that. And I, I think the citizens hope that I'm right on that, too. But uh, um, as far as that goes, as, as the citizens or as the city grows, um, Springfield Fire Department also has to look to grow to keep up with the needs of the citizens of Springfield. Springfield Fire Chief Ed Canny Jr. Listen, really appreciate your time. Again, congratulations on the new job, and we look forward to uh, talking to you quite a bit in the future as uh, situations arise. Thanks again for your time. It's always a pleasure, Jim. Thanks for having me. You're on 92.7 WMAY.